What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's not that I'm spying on her when she sleeps. I'm just trying to see where all that snoring is coming from. <laughs> it's the one and only... Teresa. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I do not snore. No, you don't. I don't know what I would categorize it as. I do. Well, Heavy breathing. I have allergies, so sure. my nose is always stuffed. So when it's heavy and I literally can breathe through my nose, I mean, I'll give it to you. I'm, I must be making some sounds. Yeah, we all do. It never happens like in the middle of the night, though. If we're watching, If we're watching TV in bed and you fall asleep in the middle of our show, that's when I notice it. Classic. But if like we just say, hey, we're going to bed, turn the TV off and we're just laying there. It's never, there's never snoring. So maybe it's because you're elevated when you're watching the TV. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let's be honest, you make some sounds too. No, yeah, we all do. We all do, but it's not bad. It's not, it's not terrible. It's like here and there. It's like. My noises? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's kind of cute. Let's you know I'm alive. Very true. Right? Because sometimes there are those times in the night when you look over at your partner and you're like, get a mirror and put this in front of their nose because. Well, no need. (laughs) Not for you. No, you always let me know. you. You always let me know. (laughs) We're alive and kicking. Alive and snoring. It's all good. Anyways, what's going on, guys? Here we are for another episode of Before the 90 Days. I'm just saying it to keep all of our programs straight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Very we true. are juggling a lot of trash and guys right in case you didn't know we started covering below deck the bravo show below and then the first episode dropped on friday which is not gonna be happening moving forward we're gonna be releasing on wednesdays yeah our episode dropped on ours, ours yes. below yes. deck sailing yacht drops monday nights yes. on bravo and then also i think it'll be on peacock or NBC. One of those. Check it out. But yeah, our episode, the first one dropped Friday, but that's in the past. Moving forward, they will be dropping Wednesday mornings. Yes. So if you're a Bravo fan, if you're a Below Deck fan, check it out. If you're not, check, check it, it out. out. Check it out anyways, because <laughs> Teresa had never seen this show before, and it's up there now with one of your favorite shows, I think. I like it. Uh, it's a little different, but it's fun to talk about. It's definitely um, a nice addition yeah. to our mix. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to get crazy with relationship drama and stuff, but it's nice to watch a show where it's not just couples per se. Very true. Right? It's a group. It's a gang. It's a gang bang. Whoa. She said it. <laughs> she sure did. Okay. Moving right along. Guys, if you want to follow us on social media, I think you should. It's where we first announced that we'd be covering this show and asked if we should, and you guys voted. So, Make sure you're following us on social media at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. A lot of good things happening over there. Memes, which we have to do for this episode, I think. We definitely do. Memes, news, everything you guys message us. It's all, it's always a good time over there. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. On Facebook, we're over there too. Just search Married to Reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the Spice Tour. <laughs> Why do I ever go on the Spice Tour? Give me that nutmeg. Yeah, that's that was definitely interesting. That was uh, eye-opening to see. Well, it was supposed to be a little sexual. I don't think they already made it sexual. Although well, I think that it happens after. Yeah, when she mentioned, when the tour guide mentioned some aphrodisiac, mm-hmm. King goes like, put it, put it in the back, put it in the back. Yeah. Keep going, Kim's keep going. Kim's going to be snorting that later mm-hmm. at the hotel mm-hmm. room. She's like, 
not the man. Get over here, soldier boy. Mount me. Yeah. So definitely smash it like it's hot. Also, if you haven't left a review, we love when you guys leave reviews. It means the world to us. It is the, as you put it so nicely on the Below Deck podcast, it's the wind in our sails. Right? Yeah, that was beautiful. Right? So please keep those reviews coming. I have one today that I would love to read. Let's do it. Just an absolute beautiful an absolutely Is it the one you showed me yesterday no, when I was that, no. slightly drunk? No. Saturday, guys. Am <laughs> Ther- I right? Theresa, when are you not? When are you not slightly drunk? JK, JK. No, this is a, this is a different one. We'll get okay. to that one later. I try to do them chronologically. So this one came in right before that one. So we're going to read this one. This is a difficult name. So this comes to us from our friend MSICJOSMID. It's sort of like a Ouija board gone awry, <laughs> I think. I am not even going to try to say it, but hello and thank you, Yes, our friend. Absolutely. So five stars titled one of my favorites. Love it. Okay. They write, this podcast quickly became one of my favorites for fresh commentary on 90 Day Fiance. John and Teresa have charming chemistry. It's clear why they're married. And they do something that I love, which is they don't always agree. In fact, they disagree a lot, but still respect each other's opinion. It not only keeps me entertained, but gives me hope that I can find this kind of connection myself. They are both hilarious. John's line, he's not Wong, made me laugh so hard. Definitely (laughs) give this podcast a listen. So, okay, this was the one I showed you. Yeah, I was just going to say, so you were drunk. Ah, Well, guilty. (laughs) I was getting slightly emotional because it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful review. The fact that (laughs) our friend mentioned we're giving her or him a hope. Yeah, I can't tell with a name like that, M-S-I-C-J-O-S-M-I-D, but we're here to give hope. Yeah, for sure. We found love in a hopeless place. Shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to Tinder. That's true. That's a hopeless place. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and here's the thing. You can find this kind of connection, but don't give up hope. That's the thing. Don't settle. Don't give up hope. We've both had past relationships that were not like this. Mostly you. Okay, I had a past relationship. That I was, not I was like just this. dating. Okay, <laughs> but we kept going. We didn't settle, and that so is true. neither settled. Neither yes. of us settled. We found each other, and yeah, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing in our yeah, lives. Yeah, we're besties, and yeah, we don't agree all the time, but that's the beauty of it because we both love to what's the word? Debate. Debate. Yeah, you love it a little more than I do. But we definitely love to debate. Well, I always say that's how I learn. So I definitely have my opinions and I come in hot with them sometimes. But I'm all ears. I'm open ears to hear another side. And that's how you learn. And that's how you figure out what your beliefs are. For sure. So thank you so much for that review. Beautiful review. I remember I was eating a giant soft pretzel while John was (laughs) reading it to me, drinking beer. And it was beautiful. See, that's what we do, guys. You send these reviews and we don't just read them (laughs) on the podcast. Sometimes we read them while we're drunk at a bar. At four in the afternoon. All right. We're now we're getting too much into (laughs) our personal life. (laughs) Okay. Before we get into this episode, should we do a little 90 day, by the way? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Let's start on a more serious note. We'll end on a lighter note. Sounds good. Okay. So by the way, number one, we all know about the Russian Ukrainian conflict that's going on. We think about it every day. You, especially with your family. Yeah, I mean, my family's from the Czech Republic. We don't border Ukraine. However, well, Czechoslovakia used to, yeah. Slovakia borders Ukraine. So 
yes, we're not there, but as my friend nicely put it, it's too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that's well said because, yeah, although we're not part of this conflict, we all are thinking about the Ukrainians. I mean, we're all part, we're all part of this Well, yeah, conflict. but we are thinking about the Ukrainian people and, yeah, I mean, hopefully it can be resolved peacefully. Yes. And so the by the way is Julia of Julia and Brandon. Yeah. She went on Dr. Drew the other day. Who's who, Dr. Drew? He's a radio personality, podcast host, YouTube personality. Wait, Julia's Russian, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, Julia's Russian, Yara Ukrainian, yeah. Natalie Ukrainian. Yes. A lot of our 90 day I world think body is, is Russian. Yeah. Right, a lot of our world is Russian. I think Ukrainian. both Alina's are Russian. Yeah. Um, Anfisa. And is that piece of Russian? I think, she's I Russian. think so. I yeah. Think so. so this whole world is is right there. So Julia was on Dr. Drew and I think it seemed like he brought her on because the timing was just right mm-hmm. to talk about the conflict that's going on. I feel like she did war. not pick the right person to do this. And I think he kind of quickly realized that, but he is a 90 day fiance fan. Actually, okay. He's talked to some other 90 dayers in the past. I think he's talked to Angela. Not to take away from your, by the way, but yeah. I saw Yara on the news and that I yes. think it's someone who has more to say um, in general and I, over Julia. <laughs> and I want to hear everyone's point well, of view. Oh, oh, of course. But yeah, as Yara, who's got family in Ukraine, that yeah. seems a little more dire. And not even that. Well, yeah, of course that. But I also feel like Yara is, how to put it nicely, I think better, she gets... Well, more well-spoken? Yes. She's yeah. better spoken. Okay. So... Julia's with Dr. Drew. They're talking. And the first things they start to talk about are 90 Day Fiance. And he asks, what's going on with you guys? What are you doing for work, Julia? We saw you trying some things. Mm-hmm. You made sweet love to a gym floor during an episode <laughs> one. So how's that going for you? And her response was, you need to keep watching. So kind of seems like they're going to be on another mm. season, perhaps of That's happily. definitely a hint. It's definitely because I yeah. would watch them. Sure. You got to keep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch. Oh, them. she's wild. Yeah. So then after that, he kind of starts to steer the conversation a little bit towards the Russia-Ukraine conflict and asks Julia, well, how do Russians view Americans? Right. That's a good question. That is a good question. Not, I mean. I hate generalizing. I hate generalization. So to ask one person how an entire country views mm-hmm. another country is not the best. But, but also like there are different views. Sure. So she says, well, before I came to America, when I lived in Russia, I knew nothing about America other than stereotypes, which is a good answer. That's yes. the right answer. I knew the stereotypes. Americans love fast food and Miami has a beach. That's what she had to offer. Wow. But then she, <laughs> then she goes on to tell the story of, well... Americans are so kind. Everyone is so helpful. And she tells this story about driving to a park and seeing a kitty. And this kitty jumped inside the car and into the engine. I'm not sure how exactly how that happens. Does she drive with an open, what do you call it? (laughs) Hood? The hood? Yeah. I don't know. But she was (laughs) like, you know, the kitty got into the engine. Seven people and three homeless people came by to help. And I was like, well, I don't know that says Americans are the kindest towards other people, but they care about animals a I'm lot. I'm like questioning her sure. driving style, literally. Yeah. I mean, listen, animals can get inside your car and potentially die. Yeah, like mice. Or 
lizards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, sure. We've told that yeah. story. Yeah. I have a, <laughs> I a still, cat. I still have a lizard in my car, by the way. A cat getting into an engine? I mean, hey, you always do want your engine to purr. That is, <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong way oh to do it. Oh my gosh. I just like spit on my mic. I'll take it. You can spit on something else later. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but there. yeah, how did the, a cat... I don't know. But anyways, seven people. I like how okay. she I like okay. how she differentiated between people and homeless people. She's like seven people and three homeless people <laughs> <laughs> came to help. Um, and then and then they talk a little bit about the crisis. And, and Julia's main theme is it's 2022. We should be talking things out, not killing each other. And she feels like the Russian people have no say. It's not the citizens who want any of this. It's the government. And I agree. Yes. I, I mean, sure, there's a small population or a certain population of Russians that are like, hell yeah, let's do this. Well, majority of Russians did vote for Putin. But that's that's different, I think. But you, I feel like some people do it out of, out of fear. Out of fear, out of, out of propaganda. They don't mm-hmm. know what's really happening. But let me give you, I really don't want to get into politics here, but just to give you a different perspective. Yes, please. Are you ready? Absolutely. A lot of Russian and Ukrainians are in the Czech Republic and they work in factories. It's just they, they can make more money, right? They work in factories and they work as masseuse, as cleaning personnel in big spa towns. Okay. That's like well known, right? My mom Because is, let me just jump in. Mm-hmm. Because if you, well, Ukraine is not in the EU. No, it's not. So how then do you get to work in another country? I don't know. Maybe you can get some visa or it's not as difficult to get visa as it's in the U.S., I believe. Okay. I truly don't know, but I know you can make more money. Sure. Well, and then you told me, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I find it interesting. You told me people in Slovakia or Mm -hmm. no, Austria, they'll go back and forth. So people in Czech or in Slovakia will work in Austria because they can make more money. More money. Same thing. Yes. Right. I mean, guys, you got to remember in Europe, it's like driving from one state to the next. Mm -hmm. So people will go from their country to another country to work Mm -hmm. because the They'll get paid. I don't know exactly why they choose Czech Republic. I'm sure they're all over Europe, right? As other people. But I believe it's because the language is close enough that they can get by without like speaking German, without speaking English, right? But anyways, my mom is at the spa at the moment right now, Mm -hmm. right? It's a medical spa. She has some issues. And she told me yesterday that she had a massage, and the masseuse was a Russian man, right? Oh, and boy. Does talking. your dad know about this? Yes. Okay. They were talking, and my mom speaks a little Russian, and the guy spoke a little Czech. They were talking about the crisis, etc. And this Russian man who my mom said, such a nice guy, great masseuse, right? Oh, but- he said he understands what Putin's doing. I know, So I think there's still people who might be... I'm even going to say maybe they're brainwashed. They don't really see what's going on. I'm speaking out of turn. I don't watch the Russian propaganda. I don't know everything that they're showing. I'm just literally saying what my mom told me firsthand experience. But the Russian people are not seeing the whole truth. Mm -hmm. So they're seeing what Putin wants them to see. And of course, he's going to paint himself and this operation in the best way possible. The way that's going to make him seem like the hero. Of the country. Mm-hmm. And so sure, of course, you can't expect everyone to dive and do their deep research. And not that they can. They don't have access to everything that we do. For sure. So it's well, a difficult situation. Long story short, we hope for a peaceful. Well, yeah. Quick. We hope for a quick resolution. Quick resolution. I'm hoping for peaceful because things well, like this should not, not be peace. happening. I know, peaceful. but you know what I'm saying. As peaceful as can be. So we're yeah. recording this on Sunday. 
there are apparently going to be talks between mm-hmm. Russia and Ukraine tomorrow on mm-hmm. Monday. So let's hope for the best. It's This is senseless. Let's end it. But for sure. it, was, it was, by the way, if you want to hear the whole thing with Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew and Julia, um, search Dr. It's Dr. Not Drew. It's Dr. Dre, right? No, that would have been more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Drew and Julia, uh, search it on YouTube. You can check it out. Okay. Speaking of Czech, speaking of the Czech Republic, by the way, number two. Is it a Stepanka, by the way? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so on the single life, on the tell-all, we learned Stepanka. She used to be an erotic dancer back mm-hmm. in the day. Back in her days in Cali. Speaking That's of Dr. Dre, going, going, back, back to Cali, Cali. You started it, not me. She was a, she was an exotic dancer. Okay, She took Ooh, her clothes a off. Stripper. She was a stripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She stripped. And it's time for her triumphant return to the pole. She's bringing sexy back to the okay. pole. Okay. For one night only. One night and one night only. March 12th. New York City. The Hustler Club. Really? Mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. How much is he charging? I don't know what the cost is here, but she's going to take the main stage. Okay. It says in the promotion. So I imagine she's going to do us a, a dance. She's going to do meet and greets. And then... Two lucky winners are going to receive fart jar NFTs. Wow. Because that's what I want from my strippers. <laughs> they're, they're NFTs, so it's actually not the farts in the jars, but it's, it's the NFTs, which I had to look into because I was like, what the heck is a fart jar NFT? I know. I was actually doing some research myself because I was just so curious. I don't understand NFTs to begin with, and now there's fart jar NFTs, and so I'm Me really- neither. Like, I don't understand. Can you make money? You can make money if you resell something for more, but those are crypto. You see, well, the currency is crypto, but the what you're selling is not. I yeah. don't believe it's art. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that either. It's, it's all, it's a little bit of a scam, but it is what it is. She's giving them away to two lucky people, so I looked them up. What are they? These fart jars, they have four amazing benefits, okay? Mm-hmm. One, you're going to get access to Steph for pleasure or business if you have one of these NFTs, okay? okay. Each, each token holder is given access to a private Discord channel where they can chatter up for business or pleasure. Okay. That's number one. Number two, Zoom meetings with Steph. About what? Well... I think that's up to you. You'll have <laughs> you'll have an opportunity to spend 30 minutes on a Zoom call with her. Oh, okay. okay. Number three, a mentor program. Okay, so you'll have access to this group where Steph can mentor you on how to how build to your brand, how to become a content creator, become a fartrepreneur, as mm. she says. Yes. Okay. And number four, a profile picture. A piece of art you can use as your avatar, as your profile picture. Okay. Like with her or? I don't think so. I think it's just a, it's like an artistic representation, maybe of this fart jar. Mm. But basically, so it's four amazing benefits. She says it's it's basically two amazing benefits: access, just four. access to, to Panka in a picture. Because the other three are like a Zoom, a That's chat, true. and a mentorship. I mean, I think this all is a little bogus, but I have to give this to her. She's, she literally ma- is making money out of nothing. Literally. Literally. And I get how she built her empire doing, you know, OnlyFans and she started unfiltered, etc. I totally get that. But her farts in jars, wow. But again, good for good her. Good for her, 100 percent <laughs> I have questions for the people who are buying them. Yes. But good for her. Good for her. Make that money, girl. Okay. That's by the way. Let's get into this episode. Sunday night, 
90 Day Fiance, Before the 90 Days. <laughs> Start with a little Kim and Usman. Mm-hmm, for sure. You hear like the, it was like um, the royalty free version of Careless Whisper that was playing <laughs> during that opening scene. Wow. You knew so, they you knew they got busy mm-hmm, in the for bedroom sure. with that song I mean, playing. Usman had no other choice. Well that was it. All the, I saw Great Ming saying the new iPhone is coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean in September, but he better get busy. If the new iPhone's coming, mm-hmm. Kim better be coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she did. She's like, We had sex last night. That's crazy. She's so happy. She's like, boyfriend, yeah. boyfriend. Just like nagging him, boyfriend. Yeah. How old is she? Like 15 going on 15? <laughs> 50 going on 15. Yeah. And she goes, which is the, the first time this episode I said, Teresa, get my barf bucket. She goes, I'm scared to get out of this bed. I'll be walking all funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh-huh. what did he say? He had a, he had a yam, yammy yam or the a stick? The yammy yam. I think, yeah, I think he rattled off a couple root vegetables. Yeah, well, I think it's some sort of a spice too. Perhaps. We'll later. Perhaps. Yeah, I not I a nutmeg. No. Maybe no, he has two nutmegs, possibly. He's, got, yeah, but he's definitely nut. Nut head. But, yeah. Okay, so did you see Kim had a hot new Soldier Boy shirt on? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Hot and pink. I guarantee you that was the requirement for Soldier Boy to bang her. It was like, I'll bang you, but leave that shirt with my photo on, <laughs> and I'll just stare at myself the whole time I bang you. Well... Whatever it was, she got a new shirt. I almost thought that she got it as a gift. Like, okay, banged you four times and here is a shirt to remember me by. No. Although that's like <laughs> an A-Rod move. Alex Rodriguez, there was stories back in the day that he used to give gift, gift baskets out to people after he banged them. Well, that's nice. It's very thoughtful. That's nice of him. <laughs> it's very thoughtful, but it's Imagine a little dismissive. Imagine if nothing, you have sex and you get a gift basket. No, no, it's a little dismissive of like, here you go. Enjoy, never see you again. I mean, imagine you have a one night stand with someone and you get nothing out of it. Well, you got the one night stand. You oh, shouldn't yeah. need anything more. Well, I'll take a gift basket. <laughs> yeah, sure. You'd be an idiot <laughs> to turn down a gift basket from A-Rod. <laughs> so, okay. Professor Kim educates us a little bit. And she lets us know there's definitely a difference between African sex and American sex. It's a lot of, a lot of foreplay. No, 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 not a lot of foreplay. Well, she said a lot of. No, she said not a lot of foreplay. He probably just wanted to get over with. Get I'm it over pretty with. sure. Call in, guys, if you heard differently. I'm pretty sure it was not a lot of foreplay. A certain rhythm, a certain flow, but not a lot of foreplay. I heard a lot of foreplay, but I might mm. be wrong. Well, either way, I find it a little troubling that she's like, oh, yeah, that's the African way. And I know he says it. But there's there's no way the whole continent makes love like that. No, I think you can you, you just bang. You do it Everyone your way. Everyone has a style. Everyone yeah. does it. But Usman likes to flip things around. Maybe that's the African style. No, that's that the means. Usman style. Okay. Flip things around. So he can't look at her face, probably. Probably. Turn, he likes to turn things mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn turn your shirt backwards so I can stare at my face. <laughs> And then you, yeah, you just keep looking straight ahead. But, but 
I don't think it was that bad because he said we had sex four times. If he didn't, I'm sure if they banged once, she would be happy. She would have been so happy with it. That's a good point. The fact that they banged four times and Usman said it was awesome. Mm, that's a good point. So I guess it was something. Who can go four times in one night? Oh, uh, it's that's, the African that's way. That's the African way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you can. You just need to like get all the energy from somewhere. I guess the, Gotta get, like, the good spice. Egg, like the good bull break. The this was before. The I know, spices. but you don't think he's got a little stash? He's, that's probably why they went to the farm. He had to replenish. This guy went through it all last night. We got to go <laughs> to the farm and get some more. Or, or, as Gino would probably tell him, the little blue pill. Yeah, we haven't heard much about those little blue pills. I don't think Gino needs them. That's, he did say that. Mm -hmm. That first night, he was like, I don't even need them. So everything seems to be going pretty well. They banged it out multiple times the African way. And the only concern now is the logistics. With Kim living in America, mm -hmm. Soldier living in Africa, that's that's the only problem. Well, it's not. That's not the only problem, Teresa. That is one more problem. And we'll learn it later because at this point I was like yelling at the TV, what is it? Usman says... I'm hiding something from Kim, but she's been so honest with me and everything. And now she's my girlfriend. I got to come clean. And it was a problem. I feel like we, we knew. And it yeah, doesn't we seem knew. like that big of a problem. No, we'll get there. But yeah, I thought it's like he has a child with someone. Right. Or he's married he to someone. He got three someone. wives and he's like, okay, you want to be my fourth wife? What's going on? Right. Yeah, the, the problem was not that yeah. much of a problem. But, but to keep the spicy going, they're doing a spice tour. Yeah, you stole my joke. Really? I was going to say they're heading to a spice farm to spice up their relationship. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> we love the puns. Yeah, big fan of the puns here. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, Kim puts on a new Soldier Boy t-shirt. It was the production tee. It was the the USB one, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. the Usman Soldier mm -hmm, Boy mm -hmm, Productions. Yeah, no, yeah. it didn't have his face. No, no. So she's saving those for later. He's saving those for later. <laughs> so yeah, Zanzibar is known for their spices. So they're heading to this spice farm. They get there, and we learn from one of the farmers that a lot of couples go on these spice tours because. These spices have some romantic uses. Mm -hmm. And they get a paper cone. They can pick things up. Yeah. Kim is picking everything that basically is aphrodisiac related. I, I guess this is the last place I would bring Kim if you were going to ask me. She is horny enough. She does not need to be surrounded by sex spices. She oh, needs to be surrounded she? by, no, she needs to be surrounded by the opposite. She down dog, down dog. Like that's what I think <laughs> when I look at Kim. I'm like, you are humping my leg. Why are you humping my leg with your lipstick out right I mean, now? you can, like, spice it up means, doesn't necessarily mean, like, oh, that you get in a sexy mood. No, if it's an aphrodisiac, it means you're going to want to bang more. Well, she yeah. wants to bang enough as it like is. Maybe it's, like, different bangs, more, like, spiritual <laughs> connecting. Have you been looking up these trips? I feel like you're very invested in this Manifest. idea. Manifest. Manifest. Oh. No, I haven't because I actually, my friend just returned from Zanzibar and she wasn't that happy. Oh, but no. I guess it was her resort. She said that was a bueno. Oh. So I wasn't. I haven't been looking it up. Okay. But I would be down to do a spice tour. I know. It looked like Kim was walking around with like a waffle cone of sex spices. Mm-hmm. She's probably going to snort it all. That's what I'm saying. 
line it up, snort it off, soldier boys, wherever. Mm-hmm. So then the farmers come out and put crowns. I made. love the crowns. Yeah? It's like leaf crowns. She was decked out. Kim was decked out. When they sit down later, she had like a, a leaf wristwatch mm-hmm. on. She had a leaf necklace, the I hat. love it. I love the leaf art. No, it was cool. It was cool. And Soldier Boy anointed Kim the queen of Spicy Village. And he told us what he's hiding. Yes. He's hiding the fact that the song Zara is about a real lady. No shit. Like, what did Wait, Kim what? think? Yeah, it's not about his favorite clothing store? Exactly. Like, did <laughs> Kim think that it's about Zara, my favorite store? He's like, I'm trying to get my Soldier Boy t-shirts into Zara. And so I thought if I wrote a song <laughs> about the store, maybe they would be more open to it. I mean, sometimes they do these collections yeah, of like artists. Yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of money at Zara, way more than I should. So I know everything they sell. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's something we all knew. And I guess Kim didn't, but... Kim's not that dumb. I mean, first he had a, a be there for you for right. BGL. Absolutely. Right? So Zara and the song, if you listen to it, I'm sure it has like Zara or something, baby. There is a, he dances with a girl. So yeah, it's I mean, based his, off his, of something. His songs are very formulaic. Mm-hmm. It's basically a girl name. I'll he's be like there Taylor, for you. He's like Taylor Swift. What do you mean? Like she always sings about her exes. Uh, true. Usman just thinks about his potentials. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they sit down to talk and Soldier Boy's like, I don't want you to go home. Maybe see a post on social media and get mad. Mm-hmm. So I need to tell you, this Lady Zara, boom, episode, well, segment Segment, ends. but we saw the previews. Kim's not going to love it. No, but this is where I go, you are the chosen one. He chose you mm-hmm. over Zara. No, this comes from, I would be pissed too, but you know why? I would be mad because he didn't tell me before. Why wouldn't you tell me? Like, she literally told him, hey, I'll be fine if you find another wife to have kids. Very true. I'll share you. All he had to do is like, him, like, I, you know, I want you to come just so you know, Zara is a real lady. We had a little thing online. Nothing's going on, but hey, I have a song. Yeah. So just so you know. I'll be sharing you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I almost feel like it it shouldn't be a big deal. He just should have told her before. I think what the big deal is, is his timing. After she gave him all the gifts. Yeah. After all the gifts. Now you're going to tell her? It's timing. It's secrets. Because none of these things are that bad. But when you keep them a secret, it makes it seem way worse. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, she's not going to be happy, but we'll see. Shall we move on to our next couple? Oh, yes. My definitely favorite couple this episode because I have a lot of questions. This, I'm talking about Ben and Mahogany. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is quickly turning into a horror movie titled God's Plan. I, okay. So I don't know if it's just me who's thinking this, but... I don't even think the parents are Mahogany's parents. No, this whole thing is a sham. It is a sham. What is she in like a, oh, downtown theater group and she just decided right? to put this, this little is, thing on? This is her improv group and those are like two uh-huh. people that she that she does improv with. and That's 
and as Ben, I'm glad that Ben is sensing it because that was not her apartment. Why would you have a freaking bunk bed? That, okay. That apartment was the model apartment in a complex that like the least uh-huh. agent takes you to, to show you like, oh, this is, this is the Juliet Although, plan. I don't think they would have bunk beds. Sure. Like, oh yeah, you could have kids. This would be the kids room. Look at you can get both kids in here. If you do bunk beds, here's the master. Usually the show apartments don't have TVs though. Mm, but I see what you're saying. The fridge had a sticker on it still. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I, I think one of her friends or boyfriends or whoever maybe lives there. No, no one lives there. That is such a, there was no personal That's artifacts, no photos. No, there was board games perfectly placed that mm-hmm. probably don't even have the game That's inside. True. It's just That's a true. box for a decoration, a surfboard that she's like, oh, that's decoration. The whole thing was so suspicious. That's why I'm saying this is a horror movie titled God's Plan because <laughs> talk about so many seasons of people being like, I don't want you to go to Turkey and get your kidneys stolen. I feel like if Ben shows back up at the apartment, he might get his kidneys stolen. Not just his kidneys. His everything? His everything. Well, let's talk about his everything because yeah. he's bronzing himself in the beginning. because His as a, MUA gave him the bronzer. His MUA. <laughs> and I was like, MUA, WTF. What are you talking about? Yeah, his makeup artist mm-hmm. because he's a fitness model and he values even skin tone. But then... Goes and puts on pants, shirt, jacket, everything. Mm-hmm, and a backpack. And a backpack. So I don't know what you were trying to even He was to like, even you know, San Bartolo is a beach town. So just in case. Just in case. Just in case I'm going to take my shirt off. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But they didn't go to the beach. They went to a cafe. Also, it probably is a little cooler since he was wearing all these layers. Yeah. She was wearing a sweater yeah, no, too. No, he always, he traveled on an international flight. Wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> That's his That's vibe. True. And and glitter. He's going to be shiny. Well, he wipes it off because his MUA gave him the wrong glitter, I guess. Oh, or the wrong bronzer. It's got glitter in it. So it's time for a new MUA, I would say, Ben. Also, so, maybe do like a tan spray. Or you're in Peru with nothing to do. Well, I'm trying to rhyme something. Now he has something to do. <laughs> but like, go lay on the beach. True. <laughs> right? True. That's the rhyme. Thank you for completing the <laughs> rhyme scheme. Yeah. So, okay. He goes to pick out his wardrobe, and that is terrible, too. He puts on like an Under Armour compression shirt because to it's going to make it's gonna make him to pop. show him off. It's going to make me pop. To show himself off. Oh, everything is so American Psycho. That's the other horror movie reference I'm getting mixed with this. Mm-hmm. House of Horrors that Mahogany says she lives in. The whole thing it creeps me out. So weird. I was getting I so it. like anxious for him because, oh my god! I was like, get out of there, Ben. Get out of there. And he, he, literally, he literally left yeah. very abruptly, but we'll get we'll there. Get, so he gets in this death trap parading around as a cab to head to the boardwalk. And this is the mode of transportation I want him to write a poem about. Forget runaway train. Write a poem about this vehicle. What do you even call it? A cabby? It was... A tiny cab? Yeah, I don't think it was a, a petty cab. It wasn't a rickshaw. It was a tuna can on wheels. It was adorable. 
but did not seem very safe. And Ben looked terrified to be inside. He's too big for that. He's very, yeah, he's way too big. He's popping out of that thing. He's popping out of his shirt. He's popping out of that thing. <laughs> he's going to get out and the driver's going to like fucking glitter everywhere. <laughs> well, he makes it to the boardwalk. It, that's where he's meeting Mahogany. Yes. And she arrives. And let me just say before we go any further, I'm kind of surprised that there is a second date with Mahogany. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought it would be like, you know what? We met. It was weird. It's over. They're actually going to turn this into somewhat of a relationship, it seems like. So this is what I kind of got from Mahogany, right? She speaks decent English when she speaks it. Yes, suspiciously good English. Exactly. Why does she mix Spanish into it like she doesn't know? Because when she does speak English, it's pretty good. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, like she can put sentences together in the right order like she's playing she a part. Speaks, oh my gosh, she is. She's playing this uh, Peruvian part, and I don't think she's playing it very well at all. Like either butcher the English language if you're trying, or speak it fluently, or don't speak it at all. Wasn't the whole reason they weren't going to video chat was because she was embarrassed by her language? She couldn't yeah. really speak it, and so she'd rather type it. Or and even said like, "Oh, mahogany doesn't speak a lot of English, so we're just like talking through the app or like the translator yeah. text messages." Like, no, mahogany speaks English very well. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, they get to this cafe together, and now Ben needs to learn everything about food. Well, once again, I have to add it. I was really looking at Mahogany's face and everything. I don't see her in those pictures. I seriously don't see her. I'm telling you. Here's, she could be a different girl. That's what I'm or saying. hardcore heavy filters. Maybe she has an MUA. Maybe she has a very good MUA. Um, who, who was off on vacation this yeah, week. Yeah, I doubt it. I'm going to say it's either not her or it's her with some hardcore filter work. Here's honestly what I think happened. And it doesn't spoil it for me. I still find this fascinating, very entertaining. I love it. But I think Ben was talking to some girl or guy on the internet. They sent him this photo. He was like, oh, my God, this is great. This is beautiful. I love this. My dream girl. Production has to kind of do some legwork ahead of his travels and say, when we get there, are we going to be able to film this person? Can we meet up with this person? Just like on Catfish, like whenever Neve goes and finds out who it is, mm-hmm. production knew weeks ago who yeah. it was, right? So I'm sure production had to do some legwork, find out, oh, maybe Ben was being catfished, but they want to spin it into a more interesting, longer story. So they cast someone who can kind of resemble the photos. Well, to kind of spoil your idea, yeah. I found Mahagonis Instagram. She has those photos oh. posted there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But also, she posted photos looking like herself a little. So. Which I, I think she's very attractive. I think she's very pretty. She should have sent those photos to Ben. Yeah, she's like a regular looking girl. Yeah. Like normal looking girl. There is nothing wrong with her. She doesn't have five eyes. No, or, she's pretty. You know, she's pretty. Six fingers on one hand. Like, she's fine. Yeah. The whole thing is very, very confusing. And even, remember that video? No, it wasn't a video. Oh, it was a video. But she was like, hello, it's Mahogany. Right, she didn't say it's Ben's Mah- name. I don't think if it was her, because as I said, I did find her profile and she did post some of the photos. 
it's definitely one of the videos she's using to catfish people. She okay. sends to 15 guys and they send her money. So then I go back to my theory from last week, which is she catfishes a bunch of people because she's trying to get money because Ben admitted he sent her money. So she's catfishing a bunch of guys, getting money sent to her and doesn't expect any of them to show up to her door in Peru. Mm -hmm. And here's Ben who showed up and now she's like, oh shit, I told a bunch of lies. So now she needs to find people from her improv group to play the parents <laughs> so that her parents don't really find out what she was doing. That could be too, but that's it. She's very religious. So I almost feel like doesn't that's she feel That's part guilty? of an act. How do you believe anything she says? It's on her Instagram. She says she oh believes in Jesus. Oh my gosh. Instagram is the fakest thing I've that's ever true. even read. Okay. Are you kidding me? Okay. You she should loves see, You Jesus. should see our life on Instagram, folks. Our life we is look what like our we, life is. We look like we live on below deck. No, I'm just kidding. But people put out a different persona on Instagram. You can't believe anything that's on Instagram. I think people who desperately seek something do that. But I think they're also normal people who just put out whatever they do. For sure. No, and we do. We're we're very honest and transparent. Very honest okay. and transparent. So they're at they're at this cafe. Mahogany's number one job now is to teach Ben about food because he didn't know what an empanada was. Now <laughs> He doesn't know what ceviche is. Which, Ben, you didn't know what an empanada is? No. Everyone does. Yeah. I know we kind of glossed over that last week, but now Teresa's pissed that. <laughs> like, I, what? I mean, you know, not everyone's eaten one, let's say. Not everyone's eaten one, but people know of it. Yeah. I yeah. love empanadas. Okay. So how about ceviche? Because that's what they order. And she makes them try it. But he goes, I can't, can't handle the spiciness. He goes, remember, remember now, I'm American. The spiciest thing I've ever had is ketchup. <laughs> First of all, Ben, you idiot. Mustard is spicier than ketchup. Well, so let's start. Spicy ketchup. But let's start there. Mm -hmm. Mustard is way spicier than ketchup. But moving on from that, remember, I'm American. Ever hear Nashville hot chicken, Ben? Because that's from America. It's pretty hot. Mm -hmm. Ever hear of Buffalo Wings? Mm -hmm. Invented in Buffalo, New York at the Anchor mm -hmm. Bar? That's pretty hot. I so love don't Buffalo hide behind wings. this. I'm American. I don't eat spicy foods, Ben. Yeah, we love spicy food. Giving Americans a bad name. <laughs> Remember now, the hottest thing I've eaten is ketchup. I can't believe you said it. It's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's something a guy covered in glitter. Maze, maze, <laughs> say. So I'm not that surprised. But but he tried chevichi. He tried it. Mm -hmm. It's too spicy for him. Too spicy. So then he starts talking, saying, I'm here to get to know you and see what God's plan is. God's so, plan is probably you getting kidnapped by a bunch of actors. Uh, yeah. That seems like it. I think so. So Ben asks Mahogany, what made her lose trust in Ben? And Mahogany goes, well, it was, it's my stage dad's questions. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he got in my head. He, you know, he made me think he got me scared. And Ben goes, you love your dad. You should. But I think he's influencing you to think I'm here for the wrong reasons. Well, the age is an issue for the stage papa. Yeah. I guess. Does he even know the age? Of Ben, or did he learn it in this meeting? Who? The fake papa? Yeah, stage dad. The stage dad? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I mean, he must have known since 
the age was the biggest issue. Because I'm wondering what the issue was, what the concern was, because neither Ben, Mahogany, no one ever really said what Ben's ulterior motives may be. They're always what like, do you mean? They're always like, oh, I don't know if Ben is here for the right reasons. Mahogany's like, oh, my parents don't know if they trust Ben to be here for the right reasons. Like, what would the wrong reasons be? He's trying to bang you. Like, that's that's clear. I don't think, I mean, I don't think he would travel all that way to bang her. I know, but at the very least, that's why he's going. And so what would be the worst alternative to that? Plus, he said no banging before oh, the wedding. You're so right. Not even that. If you can believe that. I can. He, uh... He's a religious man. I believe that's that. That's true. I do believe that. That's what he wants to do and that's what he's going to do. I do believe that. However, I don't believe there's going to be a wedding. Well, let's talk about this apartment that they get to because they walk in. I am so proud of you, Ben, for noticing something just isn't mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Because I thought he was just going to walk around and be like, this is a beautiful place. This is great. I would have asked one other question other than like whose surfboard is that? I would have asked, how does a 24, we come to find out younger girl, afford a place like this? Well, I was going to say, if it actually is her apartment, it could be her apartment. She could she could have just moved in there, but I don't think she's the one paying for it. That's true. She has all the friends she sends all the videos to. She could have a sugar and, papa. Yeah. And she gets money. Um, yeah, I'm sure she has several sugar papas. Yeah. And this is how she lives. Sugar papa. So there is part of me that, yeah, I don't think it was her apartment. But if it was, I think that's how she pays for it. Yeah, that's a good point. They're walking around. Ben's like, so you have a guest room. You have your bedroom. Like, do your parents sleep in the bunk beds? Like, is your dad a top bunk <laughs> kind of guy? Like, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, just, you know, friends, they come over and they party and there's some place for them to crash. Yeah. No, I'm I like, is think- that how, wait, 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 wait. how hard do you party that you're making furniture purchases based on your friends blacking out at your apartment? Not to play this game because I truly don't believe that was her apartment. I right. think she lives with her actual parents somewhere. But let's say if it was her apartment, maybe she had the bunk beds at her parents' place and she just brought it over. Right. I mean, I did have bunk beds. In you my, sure did. I think I still, oh no, I don't. I finally got rid of them. But I had bunk beds in my room until I was 26 maybe. And they weren't stacked, but I put them as two That's twins. That's not true. Oh, yeah, the first you, time you- I went to your parents' house to meet your, meet your parents, I slept in your bunk bed. But they weren't stacked. They were side no. by side. Yeah. And then we kept traveling at night because I was like, I don't want to sleep alone in this little bed. Yeah, I'd wake up and you would be in my little bed. <laughs> we went to sleep in separate <laughs> no, twin we beds. No, we didn't. We went to sleep. No, we went to sleep in one bed. Then you woke up in the middle of night. And you said, I'm so hot. So That's you what moved. I said, but it was really the... Stop it. Just kidding. You move into the other bed. Then I woke up. I was like, I'm alone. <laughs> and I moved into the other bed with you. Yeah. So Classic. I had bunk beds until I was 30, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And this girl's very young. So who knows? So they're waiting for the stage parents to get there. They're just awkwardly sitting there. Finally, the bell rings. Mahogany gets the door and it is, yeah, it's her TV parents. It's Jose and Sylvia. 
And another reason why I thought they were fake parents is because they were too dressed up. If they didn't care for Ben or anything, right? why uh. would they like dress up so nicely? Unless they work the whole day. That's no, you know you're going to be on TV. I guess. No, what gave it away for me was the meeting of Mahogany, Jose, and Sylvia when it was like, she was almost like, hi, mom, I'm Mahogany. Um, this is my dad, Jose. This is my mom, Mahogany. <laughs> like she, she was kind of reinforcing everyone's mm-hmm. roles and what to play. Sylvia and Jose, I don't think they are her birth No, parents. find their IMDb pages. I think <laughs> they've been in a couple couple. Roles I would before. really be surprised if they are her real parents and that's her apartment. They don't look that unlike. I could see a little mahogany in Sylvia. It's not like a crazy leap to believe, but I think their accents were a little different. Their level of English was definitely different. So, I don't think they spoke any English. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. But for, I mean, you speak great English, your parents, not so much, but I was going to say for this 22 year old to speak almost perfect English and her parents not speak any. That's possible. Like yeah. I know it is. Yeah. I'm sure she either could have learned on her own or learned at schools. I'm sure her parents, the time she went, the time they went to school, I don't think they learned English. So that's absolutely normal. I don't see any red flags in that. However, I don't see them being her parents. No. So they sit down to talk and Jose and Sylvia have many questions. Jose asks Ben, when you see a 50-year-old, Ben, when you see a 50-year-old with a young lady, what can you say about that? And Ben's like, Mahogany, I need you to translate it. Like, I'm, I think love knows no age. Tell, tell Jose that. Tell Jose love knows no age. And she does. And then Ben strings a couple more words together, basically trying to say he loves Mahogany. Mm-hmm. And here comes mom saying something they actually agree with. So that actually got me thinking... Are they the real parents? Because mom said, I don't understand how he loves her in three months. Right. Which is very true. Not even three months in person. That I could kind of understand. Yeah, a friend would say that. A parent would say A stranger would be like, wait, what? He loves her in three months? Doesn't mean they're a real parent just because they say that. I'm not saying they are, but I was saying, well... It seemed like they are asking decent questions. Right, like maybe there was authentic concern mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So mom says that and Jose is like, well, I think this age difference is abysmal. And Ben goes, well, there is an age difference, but Mahogany is very mature. Oh, yeah. She's very mature uh, for oh. a 22-year-old. Uh, oh. Wait, what? Oh, what? Okay. Let, I know, let I me know pause right say. here. Yeah. What's wrong with these 90-day foreigners and adding two years to their age? I will say. Two years. I know it's two years, but 22 sounds so young. 24 sounds... Still young. But 22, you could still be in college. You could be in your senior year in college at 22. Mm-hmm. 24 is like maybe you've started your career, so there's some sort of maturity there. Um, I don't see it. Honestly, if I was... Adding some age, I would probably bump it up to like 26, if anything, just to make myself, because 26, yes, that's where you're probably working already and doing your thing. 24, I don't see it. I don't see the difference. Yeah, I don't get the two-year lie, and I'm looking at you, Hamza. Yeah, 26 to 28, that's 
That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. This is literally there's literally no difference between 26 years old and 28 years old. That there is it's like nothing. It's not like oh you're 28 or you're 31. It's like yes you kind of got over 30. You know yeah. new era. Sure, 26 and 28, Hamza. 22 and 24. 22 and 24, I kind of. There is no difference. It's still two years, but for some reason, 24 sounds a little more mature. I, d- I just think so. Either way. Okay. Either way, Ben is like, 20, 22, wait, what? And Mahogany plays all coy. She's like, you don't know my age? Mm-hmm. And Ben goes, I thought you were 24. And Mahogany's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. And Ben is like, she literally told me a month ago when I said happy 24th birthday to her. She said, thank you. Yeah, he's got, like, <laughs> proof of why he thinks this and why... She didn't correct mm-hmm. him. He says, yeah, when we first started talking, she was 23. Then I wished her a happy 24th. She didn't correct me. And so Ben kind of wises up and he's like, oh, shit. He's like, I need to go to my hotel before Chris Hansen comes out and offers me cookies. Who's Chris Hansen? To catch a predator. Oh, we, we talked told you about, about it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So Ben's like, shit, like this is not good. <laughs> he gets up and he leaves and he goes, I know it's only two years, but I've got a daughter that's 22. So this whole thing is freaking me out. As it should. Yeah, but and not just because of the age. No, the whole thing should freak you out. But if you were okay with 24, 22, just because it's the exact age as your daughter. He probably thought like, okay, 24, she can be a stepmom. 23, she could be a stepmom. 22, <laughs> 22 that's awkward. Uh, that, that's a twin. That's, that's, adult, a that's twin. adults adopting adults. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. That's all adopts. Oh my gosh, that's right. Rest in peace. No more adults adopting adults, which is probably for the best. It's probably for the best, yeah. But uh, yeah, forget Runaway Train. This is Runaway Ben. Mm-hmm. He takes off. Whoa. And he's like, this is weird. This whole situation yeah. is weird. I'm so glad he had the awareness to Very realize. Very true. I, we see that he goes back and hangs out with her next episode. With so, her 22-year-old friends. Yeah, they all went to Claire's at the mall. And he mm-hmm, probably paid probably. for everyone. It's like him hanging out with his daughter and her friends. Awkward. Very, what was God's plan? To catch a predator? Like, I don't understand. It's not catch a predator. She is 22 is older than 18. As long as she's 18 plus, <sighs> it's okay. I know it is. It might look weird. It might not work long term because he's way older, but it is okay by the law. Absolutely. All right. And it's okay by me. We're here for it. We love the entertainment. So we'll see what happens next week. Until then, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $700 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. And we're back. You want to do it? You want to you do the honors? I know you do. Uh, you do it. No, our next couple. Is no other than. <laughs> That's not what I thought you 
want to do. Oh, what I saw you and me to do. We are back. Oh, no. Back again. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wanted you to intro this next couple because okay. I know you're going to do it no matter what I say. The next couple is Gino and Jasmine. There it is. Okay. All good times must come to an end. So they're packing up. A day earlier. Here's what I think about this situation. They say they want a change of scenery. I think Gino's run out of money because he had to pay for another hotel room when Jasmine freaked out and left. But you don't go on a vacation, especially like this, and pay day by day. I'm pretty sure he paid in advance. Maybe he had to pay extra for the hotel room that Jasmine took. But they still, everything was paid until the following day. No, no. I almost feel like if you leave earlier, you might pay extra. And maybe they talked it out. Like, listen, I had to get this extra room because my fiance was freaking out for everyone's safety here and for the safety of this structure. We're going to take off because I can't afford to pay this last night. And you're going to let it slide. Um, I don't think that's how it works for especially for someone like you and I who do travel quite a bit. Uh, I don't think we've ever been to a hotel where we wouldn't to check out a day earlier and be like, hey, guys, we're leaving. Like, we're expecting the refund within seven business days. Eh, no one would give it to us. I've I've gone to hotels and stayed at hotels on business that we weren't sure how long the trip was going to last. And so if we had to leave early, it was going to be reimbursed. Well, maybe. Okay, but Teresa. I, okay, I Teresa. think vacation packages like this, you buy it in advance. All right. I'm just... I'm spitballing here i'm trying to think because honestly who would leave this place a day early they because they cannot take this so they can't take that beautiful bungalow they can't take that beautiful bungalow with those sweet sweet local birds either way it's time to pack up and leave but not without the rescued toothbrush (laughs) because you can just change the hat and it's like brand new which is very true that's Very like, true. You could just take your electric toothbrush, you could brush your teeth with it, pop the head off, put a different on, clean the toilet with it, pop that head off, put your toothbrush head back on, and go back to brushing your teeth. It's, you're just changing the head. It's all right. You're just now, I'm a little concerned because we do have those toothbrushes, and the toilet sometimes is very clean after you <laughs> after you say you're going to take a shower and brush your teeth. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I'm more concerned about I'm you. I'm wondering. I'm more concerned about you who's okay with just picking up a toothbrush from the dirt and changing the head. Well, you can clean that body. Like you can You're really telling clean me the you, body. you would do that. I would I would do it. I would clean the body with alcohol, something sanitary, and you change the whole head. Whatever touches whatever touches your mouth, yeah. you can replace. Okay. I mean you're not wrong. We have a whole bag of I just got the new replacements we ran out on Amazon. You get like ten heads for forty five dollars. Okay. No, no, you're not wrong. You're making a lot of good points. It's an expensive toothbrush, so if I get why Gino got it, and I understand what you're saying. I'm going to say is that if she couldn't change the hat, that's a whole different story. If he said just wash it in hot water, eh. Yeah. So the toothbrush makes a reappearance. Jasmine's like, wait, how did this get back here? And Gino was like, well, we need the toothbrush back because that was too symbolic of you throwing the relationship away. That toothbrush symbolized our relationship. That toothbrush just symbolizes all the fights they had because that was one of the reasons they fought. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And not just once. She got mad when he gave it to her. And then she got mad again when she found out that was her Christmas gift. <laughs> so you should have <laughs> left it out there. You didn't need to bring that back into the relationship. But he did. He did. And the look on his face when Jasmine saw the toothbrush, he thought he was like such a hero. He had like this smile on and like he's kind of like nodding like, yeah. Yeah, I saved that toothbrush for you. He was so proud of himself. I'm pretty sure the second she left that bungalow, oh, he, he ran. ran. <laughs> he ran and he grabbed it. So I almost feel like, you know. Five rule, second rule. Five second rule. I was literally going to say oh, that. sorry. I was just going to say, you know the five second rule? I sure do. He was just like, she left. He goes like, five, four, <laughs> three, two. Ah, found it. You're probably right. So, okay, he he gets her the toothbrush. She tosses a T-shirt of his back at him and is like, oh, this is yours. I took it as a way to remember you, which confused the hell out of me because why would you want to remember someone after you were literally screaming bloody murder in his face? And why why would you get a T-shirt? She should have gotten a hat. You get the hat. symbolic. You get the hat. That is Mm -hmm. so symbolic. That is a signature piece. You don't get a T-shirt. But it's not as weird as what Gino took. OMG. Besides having the toothbrush. OMG. He found her fingernail. And he's like, I found your fingernail and I put it in my bag. I've seen it on the <laughs> floor and I wanted a piece of you with me all the time. And if you left me, I was going to use your DNA to clone you. Also, it was a fake fingernail, so. That's very true. Probably just the leftover glue. Ah. That's so... Ew. What's ew. worse? What's worse? That or Mother Paul's hair? That. The fingernail? I think so. It's going to like put it on a necklace probably. I just... I'm going to stop by nails. I almost feel like... I mean, the hair thing that Paul and his mom do, gross. <laughs> but I feel like I would rather someone give me a few hairs than like an old fingernail. I'm with you. My toenail right? fell off a few weeks ago. I should have yeah, given, given it to you. <laughs> John was very proud of that. It's nice when it just pops off. I like busted my foot somehow. I don't know how I busted it. I don't know either. Nah, but it just, you know, if you leave it alone for long enough, it just comes right off and it's a beautiful yeah, let's, thing. Yeah, let's not even. Fresh nail let, underneath. Uh, ew, you're, just, even. you're just Max. I didn't give it to you. <laughs> I can see it on your face. You're pissed. Yes, like, that's exactly what my, what my face telling you. <laughs> so, okay, Gino's like, let me let me find that. Let me find that nail. Let me find that fingernail. And he goes into his bag to try to get it. And when he does, he opens up his backpack and like 900 pens, 900 stolen hotel pens. Oh, I was going to say, he's one of the people who take free pens. That's exactly what he was doing when Jasmine was storming off drinking. He was just like going around the hotel grabbing pens mm-hmm. because they were all, there were 40 pens, the same color, the same brand, completely stolen. He probably stole a couple Bibles too. I mean, take it if you can. Am I right? No, you and I, we stealing. Almost, we almost stole a dog lamp. At least we planned on it. Oh, we did it. not. We planned on it. We did not. If you guys ever stayed at Kimpton Hotel, great decor. The one in Philadelphia is the beautiful. The one in Philadelphia had like a French bulldog No, as a lamp. No, a random dog. It was just really cool. Just like a desk lamp, but as a dog. Yeah. We Very were like, cool. let's take it. But we didn't. We searched for months to try to find it. Oh, my gosh. For couldn't. so long. We couldn't. And like, we found dog lamps, but they were nothing like the one at the kids. No, they were all like kids for yeah, kids. Yeah, like, fuck that. This is very mature. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Did you see on the bed there was a pillow? I did not. It said, if you miss me, hug this pillow, Gino and Jasmine. Oh, really? I 
think they travel with this. Ew. Why? There's so much space. I thought that too, but then I was like, well, I guess maybe one of them gave it to the other. And it's not like they were at a house and went to a hotel. They've only been at a hotel. So maybe they have to take everything mm, with them. Probably Jasmine gave it to Gina. But it's like, right. <laughs> here is something every single time I'm going to get pissed and leave. So you have something or someone to sleep with. Yeah, don't you dare hug another lady. You hug this pillow. So, okay. The plan is for Gino to meet Jasmine's mom, mm-hmm. who hasn't met any of Gino's exes or guys except for her ex-husband. Jasmine's. Jasmine's. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I said. But you said Gino's, but I'm here to correct you. Thank you. You're welcome. So, yeah. It's going to be the first time mom meets a guy other than the ex, so that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And points for Jasmine. I respect Jasmine for this move. She's not going to introduce Gino to her kids yet. That's good. Finally, someone's a little smart on this show. (laughs) I wouldn't go as far as calling her smart, but that's good parenting. Oh, I wouldn't go that far either because Uh she doesn't live with any of the kids. But maybe that's for the best. They kind of will live with the mom and with the dad. Maybe that's Um, good parenting, though. I think with the grandparents. Or no, maybe that's Stony. I forget. No, no, one, no, no. no one parents their children No, on the I show. think her mom takes care of the kids or maybe one of the kids. But they also share with the dad because right now the kids are going to be with the dad. Okay. The Fair only enough. one who doesn't take care of the kids is Jasmine. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Cut to David, Panama. Gino and Jasmine, they just arrived. It looks beautiful. It's so like a mountain town. Ah, all these shows that we're watching, I'm like, we need to start traveling more. Because there's so many places that we were watching below deck. It's like Menorca. Got to go there. Well, we do travel, but I feel like in the past two years, we just traveled around the U.S. because of COVID. Of course. We didn't feel comfortable leaving the U.S. Got to get back out there. Yeah, I know. Got to do it. Mm -hmm. So many places. So many beautiful, so many beautiful places. So many beautiful places. (laughs) Okay. So they get to this (laughs) hotel. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And I get uh, Caleb and Alina flashbacks, rest in peace again, because there's no elevator mm-hmm. at this hotel. So while Jasmine is just exploring this beautiful hotel, Gino is schlepping up these huge suitcases. <laughs> He's probably just like, oh, I shouldn't have stole so many pens. This is so damn heavy. <laughs> I mean, someone's helping him. We saw one of the hotel stuff helping him a little bit. That was nice. Jasmine was not yeah. at all. No, she was just exploring. Yeah, so he's the one that schleps all these bags into the room. Finally gets there. Jasmine is sitting there. She's tired. She yawns once. There was one, and Gina goes, you can take a nap if you're tired. If you need to go, take a nap. Take a nap. He's got something up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, I'm just going to go explore a little, which I honestly, if I was on a vacation with you, which that's all we do, and you told me, Oh, I think you're a little tired. Let me go explore. I would be like, wait, what? Yeah, especially if you were as... Controlling as Jasmine. Controlling, yeah. Speaking of that, she goes like, okay, sounds good. You know what you, you know what to do, right? And Gina was like, <laughs> yes, evidence reports, evidence <sighs> reports, WTF. Just get this guy an ankle bracelet already. Enough of making him send evidence and reports. Just get him an ankle bracelet. It's so ridiculous i can't take it i know he's fine with it and little puppy dog just all right yeah whatever you say because she's probably the hottest girl he can ever get so that's why he's fine with it 100 percent. so gino grabs a cab and just goes take me to a jewelry store you pick dealers pick drivers (laughs) pick take me to a jewelry store and 
He says, I know Jasmine better now. So I know I want to spend my life with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you? After caring. that freak out. She's caring, Teresa. She's also sexy and hot. And crazy. And crazy. Yeah, so two out of the three things are physical things. Mm -hmm. Caring, sexy, and hot. And I wouldn't expect anything less from our friend, you know. <laughs> so he gets to this jewelry store and says, show me the rings. And, okay, first of all, he's nervous because Jasmine has told him many a time his taste is horrible. As it is. Like, look at him. Just yeah. look at what he's wearing. Do you need Jasmine to tell you? I think a mirror tells you look, that every time. Look at this stupid hat. I hate his hat. He literally looks ridiculous. That's a ridiculous look, Gino. He needs to stop wearing the hats. You're over 50, Gino. Man up. Because he's not bad looking without the hat. I mean, he's normal looking. I think he is worse looking with the hat. Because it looks like he's hiding something. He's like a. He looks like a tiny man. What does that mean? It means like I have like... Like a little child that's over fifty, someone right. who hasn't matured yet. Right, right. Like right? a little, like a little ball cap. Like, like I little, have, yeah. It's almost like I have no respect for him. Oh my gosh, it's just a hat. I know. Jesus, look what what a hat can do. Wow. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So he sees some rings. The first one he sees thousand dollars. Nine eighty. I'm rounding up. Okay. Smart. <laughs> too much for Gino. It's too expensive. So then he finds a couple others in the $200 range. Mm -hmm. So he thinks he chooses the cheapest one he finds because he goes to checkout and he's like, well, okay, I think I may maybe I mix the prices up. Um, this one's $250, right? And the sales associate's like, no, that's the $270. That's the $270 one. Yeah, but he goes with it. He should have waited to give the toothbrush back and just put the ring on the head of the toothbrush and presented <laughs> That would have it been funny. And presented it like that. I don't think his brain works that way, but that would have been good. It would have been beautiful. Or, yeah. or on his bald head. So he's got the ring on his head, then he's got the hat over it, and then he's like, Like you should put abracadabra. Abracadabra? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. But if he was like, you know what, Jasmine, you're right. I got to take my hat off. And That's he takes, pretty And he takes good. his hat off and there's a ring. I like it. That'd be pretty and good. And he can be like, I'm taking my head off forever, but I'm hoping you're putting your ring on forever. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Am I right? Am That's I right? That's a beautiful proposal. I'm crying. Are you crying? Mm, I'm crying too. <laughs> but like 980 is not expensive, is it? Ah, don't. I don't even. Don't count other people's money. No, I don't want to. I'm asking for like. It's No, it's th three years salary is oh, the usual. If I'm, if I'm saying. Oh, that's true. Don't gloss you, over that office reference. What? When Michael Scott oh proposed. Oh, my gosh. And, and they were like, oh, my God, Michael, she's going to love it. it. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, three years salary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because I think the standard saying, which I don't know if anyone follows this, but I think it's like three months. Oh, really? Salary. I think I put it in. Yeah. My, oh, yes. It's so good. <laughs> like Pam is like, holy shit. Yeah, Michael, I think she's just, yeah, I think she's going to love it. Well, three years salary. Like, I'm just going to guess that's probably $150,000 if you're Michael Scott. He's got, well, he's probably, probably making more than 50K. I mean, who knows? That's hysterical. That's such a. Uh, it's so good. It. It's so anyway, good. But but yeah. 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 I don't got anyone's money. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I've never bought an engagement ring for anyone. So right. I have no idea. This guy's got no job. And Jasmine is bleeding him dry with every scent that That's he has. That's very true. But I was going to say is that if I was Gino 
and he just blew three thousand dollars on that trip and they keep traveling right to spend 500 extra on something he might think jasmine will like more instead of going for a cheaper one that she might go i like i don't like this gino that's a fair decision that's all i'm saying if it was like three thousand dollars yeah i would be like yeah well it's probably too much but that is about five hundred dollar difference and i get it he's on a budget as he said he's unemployed but think about the girl that you're gonna give it to Mm -hmm. that's right that's all that's All all i'm gonna say all right so new day gino and jasmine they're hanging out enjoying the view they're talking it's the day they're gonna meet jasmine's mom and sister and so gino He's prepared with a gift. It's not a toothbrush this time. It's something you you would need a toothbrush after enjoying. Some chocolates. Mm-hmm. That's very European of him. Got a bonbonera. Uh-huh. Got a bonbonera. And also a card. And let's talk about this card for a I second. love cards. It's like you and I, we give each other cards for every occasion. Even like if we don't give each other, let's say we don't really do Valentine's Day we did it this year. We gave each other gifts like two weeks prior for fun. Yeah. But we always give each other cards because we just, I love the personal touch and we always try to buy each other funny cards that we think the other person is going to laugh at. Mm-hmm. And then you write a personal note and I love it. Okay. So let me ask you, because I don't know if you saw it. What kind of card? You go to Target, mm-hmm. you're in the card aisle, there's all the sections. What card would you get for this occasion? Hmm. I'm big on cards. I usually spend a lot of time. So I'm asking cards a pro here. Okay. Mm-hmm, what what mm-hmm. card would you get for this occasion? You're I meeting pr- a mother for the first time. I would probably get something neutral, maybe something modern looking, maybe a bunch of, maybe some flowers or a scenery, okay. something very neutral. Does it say anything? No. Okay. So it's just a visual, an illustration. Yeah, because what do you want to say? It's nice to meet you. Perhaps. Do you, did you see what this card said? No, I did not. On the front of this card. In big letters, it said, gracias. <laughs> He's getting her a thank you card. <laughs> I mean, gracias for creating Jasmine. I think that's what he's thinking. I think that's his train of thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, for sure. You get a thank you card when someone buys you like a wedding gift and you give uh-huh. them a thank you card. Mm-hmm. This guy's getting a thank you card for a meeting oh, of a mother. He's creative. Let's <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> okay. So he gets her this card and... He writes in it, but it's really just a bunch of emojis mm-hmm. that he draws, right? <laughs> <laughs> Such a millennial wannabe. What a millennial. Yeah. I keep forgetting how young Jasmine is. I know. She looks older. Like, I know. And not in a bad way. She looks good. She's a good looking woman. No, I, 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 if I had to guess her age based on how she looks, not you know. how she acts, I'm going to say 44 to 45 in a good way. Yeah, I'd give her 42. I yeah, think. 40, 45 with some Botox. Okay. But I can't believe she's just a couple of years older than me. How old is I forget every time. I think she's your age. I think I wrote it down somewhere. I uh, think she's your age. 34. She's younger than me. What? Isn't that crazy? Damn it. She's just, oh my gosh, she's just a little older than me. And I'm looking at her like I want to call her a missus, but if I met her at the store. Yeah, yeah. Like ma'am. Excuse yeah. me, ma'am. I'd ma'am her. Mm-hmm. I'd ma'am her up. So, okay, here's here's the rub. Here's what we learn. Jasmine told her mom that she met Gino through an international conference that was associated with her university. 
Hmm. You mean okay. you, didn't, you didn't tell your mom you guys met on a sugar baby website? You didn't? <laughs> no? Well, wait, does she work for a, a She's university? She's a professor. I thought she was like a kindergarten teacher. I don't know. I, I got tricked with those glasses she was wearing. It yeah, I don't think very she's professorial. a professor, but oh, I mean, she, she may be. Yeah, but some conference. Of I mean, if I found university. out that I think she's like a younger kids teacher because we had this conversation when the season started, and I said if I found out that my child, oh, yeah. my child's teacher, is selling her boobs on OnlyFans. I would have a problem with but that. But I think maybe you were assuming it was an elementary school teacher. And I don't know. It could be. It totally could be. Yeah. But the way she was dressing in those school photos, I was oh. like, hello. Mm-hmm. And goodbye. <laughs> hello. Um, okay. And then on the car ride over, Jasmine's a little nervous because they're probably going to pray before the meal. Mm-hmm. And when you pray, you take your hat off. Even if we just went to NASCAR, right? And I had vroom, to vroom. take, I had to take my head off. Yeah, because I asked you to because I thought it looked ridiculous. Oh, no, Not you mean very, <laughs> Yeah, you take your hat off during the anthem. Of course, yeah, show yeah. some respect. And I feel like usually guys should do it. I think girls should do it too. And I did it. Should always t- it's funny, yeah. What would Gina do? Would he keep the stupid head on? Oh, for the for the national anthem? Yeah. That's a good question. You take Even your hat off. Even for a prayer, just take it off, dude. You take your hat off. And here's the thing. Jasmine, I think... Is fine with his bald head. I think she's attracted I to his she, bald head. I think she likes it more than the hats. Right. And so that's why I always say, like, I dress or I try to dress or do my impress hair or whatever to me. impress you. Mm-hmm. It's not to impress myself necessarily or the rest of the world. You're my primary audience. Mm-hmm. And so if Jasmine's okay with his bald head, Gino, I would hope, would be okay with his bald mm-hmm. head. For sure. Yeah. We'll see. That'll be some great drama. If mom's like, take off the hat. His mom is like, amen, amen. Be amen. Be amen and take off your damn hat right now. Wow, look at you. Look at me. Look at you. Look at how I do that. Okay. Should we move on? Well, another favorite of mine that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, all these couples are bringing it. I know. You want to announce? You want to you wanna do the honor? Sure. Mike and Yimena. Mike and Jimena, who doesn't care about Mike at all. Mike and Amanda sitting in a cab. Not K-I-S-S-I-N-G at all. That's definitely, yeah, I was going to say. Awkward tension all around. And here comes the phone translator because Mike is like, you're quiet. Is anything wrong? And Jimena is just like, normal. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, can someone roll down a window in here? (laughs) Yeah. Her eyes are rolling out of her head every time Mike opens his mouth. Like she doesn't even, that's what's mind boggling to me is that she doesn't even try. Like she knows he pays for her apartment. She knows that he pays for all kinds of things. She wants him to pay for her boobs, but she doesn't even try. Nope. And she doesn't even try even a little bit to be nice. So he would actually do give her the money. Be nope, a sugar he, baby. She knows he doesn't, he'll give her the money regardless. She can treat him however she wants. The money's still coming in. Poor Mikey. It is poor. So they're on their way to get Jimena's wedding dress, which, mm-hmm. of course, Mike is going to pay for. But I don't know if you caught it. Jimena's saying, I didn't want to go wedding dress shopping. My mom and sister couldn't come. But Mike insisted we're going today and he's coming with me. Mm-hmm. I think that's 
And I don't like this. I don't like how Jimena's acting towards him, but I don't like Mike trying to make things happen by like forcing things. No, he right? shouldn't. That's also not the way to do it. No, he's he's having trouble reading the room. There are no signs no. that she wants to get married. Not at all. Maybe last trip there was. Mm-hmm. This time, no. So yeah, to force her into it mm-hmm. isn't right. But also, if there's a timeline, if they have to get married before, although no, the plan is to go back regardless. Yeah, he's going to come back for the wedding. That's probably not going to happen. But Mike even said it. He's like, you know, like it's him and us being weird. Um... I think if I'm hoping if she puts the dress on, it's going to really make her want to marry me. What? Yeah. That's not how you want to marry someone. You want to marry someone because you propose to them and they want to marry you. you they want, want to do, go dress shopping. They want to do all that. Yeah. You want her being like, let's go dress. I want to dress. Yeah. So that you want her to be excited about the dress. For sure. Not be and dragging her feet to David's bridal. For sure. And Mike... Just came for a few days because he was sensing something off, but he's going to come for the wedding again. If Uh, that's going to happen. Am I right? (laughs) They get to this dress shop. Mike just kind of sits down, lets Amanda look at dresses. The dresses were behind this like magic wall that I was very impressed by. Just opened up and I was like, Mm. (laughs) dresses. And Amanda tries on the first dress. And her attitude completely changed. I thought, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. she's into it. Mm -hmm. Well, she's into the way she looks. Mm -hmm. However, she's not into the whole wedding idea because she's not happy with Mike. Yeah. I didn't think about it at the time, but now that we're talking about it, I was like, oh, wow. She tried on one dress. She was happy with it and she was done. Normally, girls like to try on multiple dresses Mm -hmm. from what I understand and from what I see on reality television. She didn't want to be there. So she was like, yeah, sure. One dress. That's mm-hmm. good. I'm done. I don't want yeah. to prolong Mike this. Mike is not looking at her because it's a bad luck. As he may he doesn't, he doesn't need himself. any. He doesn't need any bad. He needs some yeah. good luck. But they sit down and chat. And basically, he and I is like, well, if you're going to pay for a dress, why don't you pay for my operation? Uh, Wait, what? Like if I was Mike and she told me this, I would be like, uh, hello and goodbye forever. I'm out of here. I mean, it's so clear that she's using you. Oh, my gosh. If you don't pay for my operation, we're not getting married. Like, it doesn't get more black and white than that. Mm -hmm. And Mike still doesn't really see it. Also, if she's going to get money from the loan shark, who's going to pay for it? Mike? Yeah. You would rather pay off a loan shark? Yeah. Yeah. Just get out of this relationship, dude. Yeah. She's basically saying, I don't care what you think. I need money this week so I can get the operation the day after you leave. New boobies. Oh, did she say that? Yeah, she wants to get the surgery the day he leaves. She was supposed to get the surgery and then he would come. Yeah. And now she's like, oh, I can't believe you're here. Now I can't get the surgery. All right, well, the minute you leave, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to drive you to the airport. I'm going to be on my way to the surgeon. Because she's very positive that if she gets the boobs and the tummy tuck, she can be a model, which yeah. okay. once again, we discussed That's not how being a model, that's not how it works. I would love to see her going to auditions and having the casting person be like, you know what? You're beautiful. You're perfect. I wish you had a little bit of a bigger chest. No, 
She doesn't want to be dead model. Oh, she she's on 90 day. She knows about the Larissa's. Oh, and she knows about hello. I don't know, the Libby's and she knows about whoever mm-hmm. is on only. She knows about the Stepankas and she knows You need the that, heavies. Yeah, if you have a flat chest, well, you're probably not going to be making those big cash mm-hmm. money that big you want tits, to. Big tips, big tips. That's what but we always say. But if you get big titties and a flat stomach like Larissa, let's mm-hmm. say, that's how you're going to get the money. That's the model she wants to be. And her calling it a model is a nice way to put it. I mean, <laughs> that, but that's literally what she wants to that's do. A, I didn't think about that. That's I a, don't even think she wants to be a regular model. That's too much hustle. That's, yeah, right. That takes actual talent. Yeah. Like, no, that's what she wants to do. And I think she's smart enough to see that a lot of 90 daters do this. So and making all the money. I'm why sure couldn't she? I'm sure there's plenty of people who would pay for her OnlyFans the way she is right now. Oh, for sure. But she can make way more if she gets those big boobs. Maybe. Because Maybe. people would Call pay me. for people would pay for it regardless if she's famous or not. That's the thing. Call me old fashioned. I like a natural woman. I would pay more for a natural woman. Please don't pay for anyone. No, I won't. But I'm just saying. Just ask me. I'm going to show you my boob right now. (laughs) I just saw some nip live on the (laughs) podcast, folks. (laughs) But we talk about it all the time. You're like, oh, I'm going to get Botox one day, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you don't need it. Like, I I am going to get Botox. But I prefer natural. Like, you're so beautiful naturally. Why even take a risk if there is a risk in getting something? And why do you even need it? I'm all for natural. Well, yeah, but also like when I when I laugh, I don't want to look like I'm 55 when I'm actually 31. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you don't. That's my thing. But you don't. Look, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna get Botox too. <laughs> Here we go. Sooner or later, but I'm saying once it's time, like you, mm-hmm. there's no need to rush it. I want you to, if you're gonna get Botox, I want it to be so that you look like you. Yeah, you have to. But I talked to my lady who does my facial, and she said you gotta start earlier. To like get it going. You don't have to get a full Botox. Yeah, you can like start going like little doses where you need it. And eventually she actually says that eventually you can keep, it's easier to maintain than getting all wrinkly and then doing Botox. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, cut back to the house. It's nighttime. And Mike feels like her and Amanda, they're not on the same page about anything. So they need to talk. But Jimena's in bed with Juan, David and Harold Stephen. And apparently she's been spending her nights there while Mike sleeps in another room. Come on. How many red flags do we need? How many red flags? Well, I think he, I think she said that the kids sleep with them, but this tonight, like she's just going to sleep there and Mike's going to sleep alone. It's still a red flag. Well, it is a red flag because there is no intimacy whatsoever. Mike's like, okay, we need to talk privately. So she sends the kids out so they can talk. And Mike asks, are we going to be intimate on this trip at all or no? And Jimena's response, he should have found his wallet, put it in his pocket, left, and never looked back. Because mm-hmm. she goes, no, nah, I, don't, I don't want to. She goes, you're weird. What? You're weird? Because he imitates her. He's on top of her. He apparently does everything she does. Like when she stops eating, he stops eating. When she walks to the right, he walks to the right. When he goes, she goes to the bathroom, he goes to the bathroom. No, that's Memphis and Hamza, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but have you told him this? Have you said, hey, stop. I don't like that. Be your own person. Because he's clearly just trying to win her over and trying to make her happy and trying to do what mm-hmm. she wants to do. I truly believe that she's not attracted to him at all. 
I think she was fine the first visit. She tried to make it, make it work. Something happened when he left. And she's like, I don't want to deal with this, but he is the piggy bank. So I kind of have to deal with this. And this is what she does. But she literally, the fact that she doesn't even pretend to be nice to him because no. she's getting all that money from him. That's mind boggling. Well, the real reason, I don't think it's, oh, he eats what I eat. Oh, he goes to bed when I go to bed. It's, he won't pay for my boobs. Mm-hmm. That's that's really mm-hmm. why she feels this way. And basically, her answer to all this is that she needs more space. Like, she doesn't want to get married yet. Mm-hmm. Yet, which means I just want to milk you as much as I can. So you're saying there's a chance. So basically, she probably is going to keep saying there is a chance until Mike is bankrupt. <laughs> and then she's going to move on. Yeah. And Mike throws this one last Hail Mary and asks, Amena, do you love me? And no, uh, she doesn't love me, uh, but she's also not in love with him. Nothing. Nothing. Mike, don't get her boobs. Because no, no, don't get her anything. But if she gets boobs, the morning after, he'll, she'll be gone. He'll be done. She'll have no need for him. Like, no. don't get, move on, leave her and don't get her boobs. Yeah. Don't, don't get okay. her anything. Just don't get her anything. Just pack your bags, <sighs> cancel your car that she is on file yeah. and move on. <laughs> yes, Mike, please. Okay. One last couple. This is a quick one. Hamza and Memphis. We pick up where we left off at, at the gym. <laughs> oh, it wasn't the roof. I thought it was a gym. It looked like a gym. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. I know you're kidding. Theresa just waiting for you to clarify to her friends. Theresa looked at me like I was nuts. Okay, yeah. They're on the roof. Hamza just said he doesn't think they should get married on this trip. He says, I want to get married. I just need more time. But for Memphis, it's like no marriage, no relationship. Yeah, we we have a three-week plan here. Everyone knows about the three-week plan. And Hamza goes like, well, I'm afraid of you. <laughs> well, that's, that's one way to put it up. Oh, and then he was like, I'm afraid that you'll leave me for her ex. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is Memphis has this track record, or so he thinks, of kind of dating or marrying and breaking up and moving on. But she's only been married once. She's been married once. She's been divorced once. Sure, she may have a string of ex-boyfriends I or whatnot. So. But that's Hamza's concern is he talked to Hyatt. And Mother Hyatt kind of got into his head a little bit mm-hmm. and made him realize, oh, maybe I'm rushing into this. And so, yeah, he doesn't want to be one of her exes. Well, mm-hmm. also, he wants her to trust him. He's like, I don't care about a prenup, but I just want you to trust me. And Memphis is like, I do trust you, but I need you to sign the prenup. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Hamza's like, um, okay, okay, so I'll do it and I'll marry you. Yeah, she, she goes, do you want to marry me? And Hamza goes, okay. So defeated. Well, what did, just, literally okay. what did just happen? He went from, within a couple of minutes, he went from, I don't think we should get married to, uh, I'm fine selling the prenup, but I don't think, I don't think you trust me to the fact that he's actually going to sign the prenup and going to marry her. Yeah. I also hate all of this confirmation. Will you marry me? Tell me if you're going to marry me. Yes, I will. Okay, now that you've said you're going to marry me, let me tell you my secret. It's like, how about you say your secret and then you ask, mm-hmm. okay, now that you know everything, do you still want to marry me? Because she does have the secret that she shares 
with Hamza. I almost feel like the secret that she's going to share with him isn't bad at all. And I feel like that's something she should have told him before. And I can understand that maybe she didn't want to tell him right away. Yeah. Right? But her holding on to this, I, I don't see the point of why. It makes everything seem sketchier mm-hmm. by keeping it a secret. Here's yeah. Here's the secret. We kind of know it. When her and Hamza started dating, she ended up staying at her ex's husband, her ex-husband's house for like four nights. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. She says nothing sexual. They didn't share a bed. They didn't have sex. But Hamza hears this, freaks out, storms off. And so Memphis chases him. They go into the apartment. They sit down to talk. Hamza is obviously like, why didn't you tell me this before? And Memphis says, I didn't think it was important. We just started dating. And I get it. Because, sure, you've known this person online for weeks or however long. You're not going to come to them with your deep, dark Mm -hmm. secrets or your struggles or whatever you're dealing with. I get that. But the minute you're like, hey, I'm flying over to your country to Mm -hmm. marry you in three weeks, maybe that's when you bring it up. For sure. And not that it's anyone else's business, but it definitely is Hyatt's business. Mother Hyatt. So she rolled in with her Hello Kitty PJs. <laughs> oh, you, you were clocking some PJs uh-huh. there? Okay. Hello Kitty, all pink. Hello. Both bottoms and tops. All right, see you. Loved it. And she's kind of in the middle of all this. I know. She's going back and forth. Uh-huh. She's being the middleman. Like, if only she could translate, <laughs> mm-hmm. then she would serve a purpose. But she kind of just keeps running back and forth between Memphis and Hamza. Mm-hmm. They finally all get together. Yeah. And Hamza wants to know why she went there and... Memphis basically says it's personal but I can tell you like walk with me over here and let's turn the mics off yeah and I was like oh I'm leaning in Mm -hmm. I want to know what's Mm -hmm. happening here and basically 20 minutes later they leave the room and Memphis tells us so I'm thinking why didn't you just why didn't you keep the mic on I mean it was nice you just told us I guess you tell your partner first true before you tell everyone I'm gonna let you know First, then we'll tell everyone. And maybe when she told Hamza, Hamza was like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable. I can, it's completely I can understand. understandable. It's completely understandable. Yeah. What, what happened was she says she didn't pass her state boards for her nurse practitioner ship mm-hmm. exam or certification, um, which sent her into a depression. She didn't want to eat. She didn't want to get out of bed. She couldn't take care of her children. So at least she was in the right mind to say, hey, this isn't good. Reached out to her ex and mm-hmm. her ex stepped in to help her and take care for of the sure. kids. And yeah, that was a tough time for her. She got some assistance when she needed mm-hmm. it. Nothing wrong with that. Good on her for reaching out and getting that assistance. And good on Hamza for understanding. Yeah, he says, I get it. I wish she told me because I would have been there for her too. I understand. He couldn't have been there for her the way her ex because no. he was dead in person. Right. He couldn't f- make food for her and no, take no, no, care no, no. of her kids. But they could have talked. Like emotionally. he could have been an emotional support. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he, yeah, it was great. He understood. He was crying. She Everyone was crying. Everyone was crying. Hyde was just Everyone crying, was crying. in her pajamas. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the secret. Hamza says he understands and still loves her and still mm-hmm. wants to marry her. So let's see. Let's see, let's see if they there's a happy ending the here. Yeah. No Ella and Johnny this, uh, this episode. No selfish Ella. Yeah, she's probably trying to figure out another way to offend another culture. So we'll see her <laughs> We'll see her next week when she's whipped something up, I'm sure. But it was a good episode. It was a good episode, Just yeah. Just to talk about it as always. Hope you guys enjoyed it. 
Guys, make sure you're following us on social media, on Instagram, at Pod. It's a good time over there. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as... Your nipple that you showed me 10 minutes ago? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And thank you guys again for the reviews. They mean a whole lot to us. So if you haven't left one, please do. Thank you so much, MSI, CJOSMID, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. It was a beautiful review. I cried over my pretzel, my soft pretzel. When I told the rest of yeah, when I read it the first Mm -hmm. time. It was beautiful. You will find someone. I added a little extra salt to my soft pretzel. Oh, look at you. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone, you know, don't don't settle. You'll find love. I believe it. Totally, guys. Don't settle. Life is too short to settle. Exactly. Um, so thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. As we said at the top of the show, we're covering Below Deck now. That'll be coming out on Wednesdays. So watch that show if you aren't watching. It's it's a fun show. It's a different show. We love it. It's still, luxury. Still foreigners involved, guys. It's all foreigners all the still time foreigners. for us. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys. I've said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.